0: Welcome back to the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast. Today in continuation of the Team A.K.A. Team Habib series, we got Usman Nurmagomedov, a fantastic fighter, very exciting, uh, quite contrasting fighter from the Nurmagomedov family. Uh, He has all the wrestling, all the grappling, but he's also got an unbelievable Muay Thai game, great leg kicks, great body kicks, elbows, knees. He loves fighting on the feet. He's finished 10 of his 11 victories. He's undefeated as a pro. Like I said, he signed with Bellator, uh, a bright future ahead of him, and I want to get to know him a lot more myself, and I'm sure you do too. There's been a lot of requests for him, so let's get started. All right, Kerbatov, thank you for the translation, and Usman, welcome to the show, buddy.
1: Hi, hi, Mike, hi.
0: You just signed with Bellator. How exciting is that for you? I just signed Bellator. насколько это радостно для I'm
1: uh,
2: he's very excited uh, and uh, he's very happy, and this is what they were training for. So, we'll see.
0: Yeah, do, do you have you looked at some of your division and and seen who's out there and 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 matched anybody up as far as you got Patricio, you got Benson, you got Patrici. Have you looked at and, and thought about those guys yet? Смотрел
2: в
1: вами дивизион и учить других ребят, кто выступает там, как, уже как бы изучаешь свой дивизион. Ну потихоньку начал, я там знаю чемпиона, uh, который поднялся с полулёгкого в лёгкий, а так потихоньку уже начал изучать.
2: Yeah, uh, slowly, like step by step, he's uh, starting to like explore his division, and he knows the champion, like current champion, yeah, and he's just, you know, starting to explore uh, division.
0: Awesome. And I want to say, man, owning a Muay Thai gym myself, I greatly appreciate your style. Uh, Your style is so exciting. And I I have to ask, um, you love fighting on the feet and, and you love doing Muay Thai. I mean, you have the wrestling, you have the grappling of all the Nurmagomedovs. But it's like you choose to stay on the feet with the Muay Thai. Uh, you get in the clinch. You try to find that opening for the knees to the head. Use your elbows. It's beautiful, beautiful style and, and you finish everyone. Um, what started that? What, what started your training in Muay Thai and then it became such a big part of your game plan or your your formula, I guess, in your fighting style?
2: the owner of Muay Thai из семи нормогрметов ты предпочитаешь всегда работать стойки работать на ногах использовать колени локти вообще как это как это началось как ты выбрал вот этот стиль то есть?
1: А, ну не я, выбирал, не я выбирал это мар меня в тайский бокс забрал когда я еще молодым парнишкой был и вот оттуда уже все началось а в бою ну yeah, so uh, he's saying that uh,
2: he did not choose it. Omar, uh, his brother, he uh, like, uh, you know, he took him uh, with him uh, to my Thai gym, and uh, he just loves it. He feels very comfortable on the feet, and uh, as uh, Habib always tells him. Like, just start from the, like, from striking, from uh, working on, on feet, and then if you need wrestling, you you will use wrestling. But start from the feet, you know?
0: Yeah, and Umar is the same. I mean, Umar mixes up his, his striking as well, and the, the difference being Umar will, will strike to get the takedown and then just slam a guy down this, the first opening, whereas Usman loves to just stay there and, and, and batter and and just be exciting, so it's... So many contrasts and styles with you guys. It makes it so exciting. It's, it's not like everyone categorizes you guys as Habib's cousins, and they think it's like exact replicas, but it's not. Habib is so good and exciting at what he does, but it's because of what he does he made it exciting. Um, but you guys are so – there's such a contrast with your styles, and I think that's going to really light the fire with, with people when they start seeing this. Yeah.
2: Omar um, тоже Omar чтобы ну использовать каждый момент, чтобы пройти, допустим, ноги перевести э, в партер, а ты любишь постоянно оставаться на ногах, э, постоянно браться в стойки и э, будучи доверенными братьями э, Хавиба, все думают, что вы реплики, в общем, и у вас там стиль одинаковый, точно такой же, но у вас такой сильный контраст вот между троими. Э, Хабиб очень хорош в том, что он делает в бою и вы просто, ну, все абсолютно разные. И он говорит, что зрителям тоже очень интересно смотреть за
0: вами. О,
1: чую, мы согласова.
0: Yeah. And that wasn't yes, really was a question. You, you know? <laughs> I was just giving you a compliment. <laughs> um, but uh I got to ask you, how old were you when you started training uh, in fighting and martial arts? And was that because you're a Nurmagomedov and it's like you don't have a choice I mean of course you have a choice, but is it just part of the family? Just that you have to be a fighter and you have to do martial arts and, and be a warrior, or was it more of like a choice? Did you have that choice and wanted to do it? And then what age was was it?
2: Прям просто у тебя выбора нет, ты, там рождаешься и сразу идешь в зал тренироваться, там бои ММА, боевой самбо, или же как бы ты выбирал, то есть это был Конечно, выбор.
1: я выбирал, потому что э, со мной у нас в моргамедах все все занимались занимались спортом, ну у кого было желание и стремление, они продолжили дальше, а кто заходил там пойти по другому по другой русле, иметь в виду, там. Но, Я знаю, братья есть стоматологи. Да, и... есть у нас стоматологи, есть там. Ну, у каждого своя профессия, mm-hmm. каждый выбрал сам свою профессию. А начинали все, да, все были в спорте, все занимались, а, таких бездельников не было. А когда,
2: Во сколько начал
1: ты заниматься? Я. Ну, я-то с самого детства ранила, начал. Mm-hmm. Спасибо на вольно ходил, потом, потом что-то оставил, за то, что, лет был? Это, наверное, было где-то 8 лет. Mm-hmm потом в там перебои начались тренерами взяли в населении. started, then, started hall, then, two, years, when he was
2: 8. he started from freestyle wrestling and then uh, like when he was 12, uh, Umar like, uh, brought him to Muay Thai gym. Uh, he had a uh, like, small gap then he started again and from then on he like continues training and it was his choice like everybody of Norman gamero family they all start training but whoever likes to continue training they continue whoever likes to pursue like career or for example he has cousins who are like dentists and like some like other professions yeah. who like like everybody you know is everybody's choice so but they all you know start training in the gym and whoever wants to continue he continues
0: it's safe to say that with with 10 of your 11 wins coming by finish and then most in the first round. Do you you enjoy getting the finish and being exciting and, and getting the knockout? I take it. Is that safe to say?
2: Um, um on uh, well, like to end the playoffs, or the in general, you of this нокаутами них Как, ну, тебе нравится заканчивать бои досрочно, или нокаутом вообще имею что ли, Yes. Okay. Yeah, he enjoys it. I like it. Too, <laughs>
1: so... <laughs> yeah,
2: it's very good to finish a uh, fight in the first or the second round mm-hmm. and you know, audience loves it too, you know. People yeah. love it so it's, yeah
0: he enjoys it too. Yeah, I can relate to, to a few fights I've had early and it was very nice. Definitely very nice. Um, obviously, I know that Habib hasn't changed uh, as a person. He's just still the same no matter how big of a superstar he's become. But how motivating is that being so young training with him in Dagestan and then watching his growth to becoming so famous and so big? Is that, is that motivating to you and, and empowering in some way when you go out there to fight knowing that like he's he's done so well and you're right there, behind him, following. Does that motivating for you? Uh,
2: очевидно, что Хабиб не изменился с тех пор, как был там простым парнем. Сейчас он чемпион, он такой же простой. Uh, ну насколько мотивирующим является то, что это твой брат, и он настолько сильно вырос, он стал такой большой звездой в ММА, и вот ты уходишь на бои, uh, ты, получается, как бы, ты, ты находишься за его спиной. Uh, насколько это мотивирующе для тебя?
1: Ну, конечно, мотивация, мотивации достаточно, но и есть такое большое волнение, что нельзя подвести. И это как бы смешанное такое чувство, mm-hmm. волнение и мотивация. Ты должен это все перебороть, выйти еще выиграть, вы Надо еще что-то так, чтобы не нервничал никто, потому что все дядьки уже начали. Больше, я этого. так пару, как 50 на 50. Hmm.
2: so he has a mixed feelings so he feels motivation in uh like uh, you know worry so uh, he doesn't want to let uh Habib down and he doesn't want to let like his uncles his you know parents down so he feels like pressure and motivation you know in the same time so it's like a mixed feelings you know
0: being with that mixed feeling is it different that he's going into bellator now does he feel less pressure as far as He's not in the same organization with, with uh, you know, obviously, Habib and Islam in the same division, um, but now he has a different organization to kind of rise up and, and kind of be the star mm-hmm. of. Does that help?
2: Из-за того, что ты говоришь, что у тебя смешанные чувства, ты сейчас вступаешь в организацию, ну, в различную, от той, где выступают твои братья, ты из-за этого чувствуешь меньше давления? Или как вообще это помогает, что ты в Белла а не в UFC?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, he feels less pressure, yeah, because everybody's of his uh, cousins, brothers, they, they fight in UFC and he fights in Bellator. Yeah, he, feel, he feels less pressure.
0: I know you just uh, flew out to help get the guys ready and be a part of their training camp. But before that, obviously, I know uh, Abdulmanab is a huge... Had a huge impact on you guys and was a great man, great trainer, great leader. Um, and then you fought in his memorial tournament and got a victory. What was that like for you to, to get that victory, being that it was for for him and, and his memorial?
2: Владимир Иж имел большую роль в вашей жизни. Он тренировал, и вот ты выступал на турнире в его честь, и ты получил победу. Каково это было вообще? Какие у тебя были ощущения, когда ты выиграл в такой, ну, знаменательный день?
1: Ну, в отношении, ну опять, это Как тебе сказать? Чувства, конечно, зашкаривали, но самое было то, что... «Бятки» не хватает. Тогда не хватало, а сейчас тоже сильно не хватает. Единственное, да, вот то, что там выиграл через «Дядя Монапа», это, это, конечно, хорошо yeah
2: there were a lot of emotions a lot of feelings but you know they miss him like no matter like if he gets like a victory or loss like anyways like he he like everybody misses him a lot. And uh, he says that the preparation, this preparation, the last preparation, would go maybe different if he was he was here. So, you know, like no matter what, they just miss him, you know?
0: That's, that's why I figured it would be such a good feeling to get that victory in that tournament, or that, that, that fight. All right, guys, I gotta thank our sponsors really fast. Our first sponsor is Fitbro by Habib. Habib's protein bars and cookies. They have an assortment of products and flavors. Um, I've seen everything, their whole packet, the nutrients, the processing, everything about them. It's state-of-the-art. It's number one. Uh, obviously, you can go to fitrow.com, and it's F-I-T-R-O-O by Habib. Anything Habib's behind and is a part of is is top-notch. All right, our next sponsor is Manscaped, the official trimmer of the UFC and the official trimmer of the Real Quick with Mike Swick podcast. Now, I think it goes without being said that Manscaped is the best below-the-waist trimmer and product on the market. And all you have to do to get 20% off is add quick. Quick, come on, it's easy, right? Add quick at checkout, code quick, you get 20% off, you get free shipping. And the best part is they know that I sent you. So then I'm doing my job. I'm bringing you to Manscaped. That's the whole point of a sponsor, right? So uh, support the show and support Manscaped by using quick at checkout again for 20% discount and free shipping. You won't be disappointed. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by AK Thailand, the world's premier luxury train resort here in Phuket, Thailand. As of the taping of this podcast, still we have the 30% reopen special. So you can you can actually book online at akthailand.com, save 30% right now, no expiration date. You can use it anytime after the quarantine, um, you know, 2021, 2022, there's no expiration date, save 30%. That's a third off the price. Uh, Really save you some money so you can buy other stuff uh, on your trip here to Thailand. Of course, everybody wants to come here. This is one of the safest countries to come to. Uh, There's almost zero COVID cases here right now. It is locked up, but they did uh, open up the airports as of October 1st. You just have to do a quarantine. I don't think that's going to last very long. I think it's a two-week quarantine. I think they're going to do away with that within the month and then soon it'll just be medical certificates. So, we are at the closing end of this thing, guys. So, you can still take advantage of the 30% off while we'll while we're still locked up. And uh and before we actually officially reopen with the full borders and and have our full customer base back. So, 30% off, you can book now, 3 months, 6 months, a year, however long you want, and you can also get visas through us. So, if you want to come to Thailand after the quarantine and stay for 6 months, a year, we can help you. We are an official school in Thailand. So you can actually start processing right now. We can actually start processing visas as of right now um, and get them ready so that when the quarantine is over, you can come and stay for a full six months or a full year into our school program. And you can train, have fun, enjoy the islands, enjoy the the great Thailand atmosphere, the beaches, the great food, uh, the very low stress lifestyle, and have a great time training at AKA Thailand. And if you're not familiar with AKA Thailand, here's our commercial. What's up everybody. I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. Mike Swick, he's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world can train mixed martial arts here jiu-jitsu they have weightlifting they have cardio and obviously they have Muay Thai boxing everything I'm telling you guys I know everybody wants to go to Thailand cuz Thailand's so cool but you can't come to Thailand without coming to aka Thailand come on How is the training going with the guys? How's everything going with Habib's camp? Is, is everything going good and he's looking looking ready and, and getting prepared?
2: Как вообще тренировки проходят, как вот как вот
1: тренировки проходят, как вообще Насколько он готов? Все сейчас в самом пике, в самом разгаре. увидимся Все, я думаю,
2: uh so yeah preparation is very good now it's like the peak of the training camp and uh osman says that uh habib wants to finish him he feels very pumped he's he feels very like you know motivated and uh let's see on 24th of october
0: absolutely how is it training with javier obviously javier training me through my camp and then now he's with you guys over there in dubai and it looks like so much fun you guys are having so much fun in Dubai, it's like you train so hard, I've said this before, uh, Kerbatov, but yeah. Uh, yeah. you guys train so hard, but you have so much fun, it's like a family, and I miss that so much, being stuck here in Thailand, and Javier's over there, and he's sending me pictures and videos. So how is it training with Javier over there, and then how is just the the overall fun, family, atmosphere of all you guys together in one place at one time training?
2: photos, videos, with Javier видеть, что вот вы очень упорно, усердно тренируетесь, но в то же время постоянно вот, шутки, вот как как семья, такая теплая, добрая, такая веселая атмосфера. вообще каково тренироваться с Хавером и вот быть да, в такой веселой, такой расслабленной, можно сказать обстановке и в то же время вы ну, тренироваться так усердно.
1: ну вот когда мы бинтуемся там между перерывами у нас что бывает такое Один может пошли другой, все смеются, а так э, все всегда во время тренировочного процесса сфокусированы не только на тренировках. А с хавером очень даже хорошо, потому что я, я, например, каждый день утром работаю с Хавером э, и замечаю то, как э, я улучшаюсь, где мне не хватало в стойке там или какие фишки, какие-то фишки, какие фишки хавиера мне добавлять новые. Ну, в целом, очень хорошо даже.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's training with Javier is really good. Uh, he's training individually with Javier every morning, so and he feels like how he's like you know g- getting good at some 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 of the techniques striking. He's learning some new tricks, and uh, yeah, in between the rounds, uh, after you know training or before training, they have uh, they have fun. You know, they they laugh, they make jokes. But unit training, everybody is like hundred percent focused on the training. So, yeah, it's like
0: that. Yeah, I figured that it looks it looks super fun. And then uh, let me get back to you really fast. Uh, in your particular uh, training, when you're getting ready for a fight, I know you're helping the guys right now. But for you in particular, what is a typical training day for you when you're getting ready for a fight? Like during your fight camp, what is a typical day?
2: no, сейчас понятно, что ты помогаешь ребятам больше готовиться на их бои. А вообще вот когда ты готовишься на свой бой, а, как твой день выглядит? Вот как ты тренируешься, как у тебя тренировки выстроены? А,
1: ну утром стою, иду в зал, борюсь, или делаю спарринг с Хаевом, когда я готовлюсь к моему бою. И тоже самое вечером, вечером э, через день там э, грейплинг, или спарринги. И спарринги тоже с Хаевом. <laughs> Каждый день с Хаевом, потому что yeah, when he's preparing for his fight, uh, like
2: it's it's kind of the same, but he mostly trains with Habib. He's sparring with Habib, like grappling with Habib, like uh, morning training and every second day like he grapples in the evening or he's like sparring with habib because he says like it's uh like he's the hardest opponent for him Mm -hmm. because he puts a lot of pressure even like it's much like more i say uh, harder than sparring with uh, islam or abu Bakr or every other any other guy and after training or sparring with habib It's like he feels very, like, you know, comfortable and very confident, you know, sparring with other guys.
0: For sure. And I've trained with Habib as well and felt that strength. When he fights, when you fight, Usman, are you ever just like, like, when you grab a hold of somebody or they grab a hold of you, like, after you've been training with Habib for so long, just feel that, that such difference in strength of, like, who you've been training with compared to who you fight because it's got to be phenomenal. Like, when he's grabbed my wrist and we've wrestled, it's like a heavyweight strength, you know, like grabbing you. And so I have to assume you fought guys out there and you have to be thinking in your mind, like, this is not Habib. <laughs> like, this is definitely, mm-hmm. there's got to be some confidence in that, you know? Uh, he said, I
2: also trained with Habib. I felt his incredible strength when he was on the truner and he, he was holding his hand because he was holding his hand. And he said, well, there's like a the fight that Потому что ты много тренируешься с Хабибом, когда кто-то там тебя держит или пытается там тебя схватить как-то, ты чувствуешь большую разницу, то есть от, того, ну, от Хабиба давления, то есть и этого давления там, от Конечно, других оппонентов.
1: Конечно есть. Даже было вот, вот сейчас в феврале когда я дрался с забыл, скажем, как его зовут, ну, оппонент был в феврале, а Руслан Тойков был. Я вот тоже вот, постоянно, постоянно с Хаибом делал спарринги, спарринги. И а этот парень, он, с, с ним наш дрался наш одноклубник Шабин Димирханов. И когда м, готовились на него Шабин говорил, что он физически сильнее. А после того как а, после спарринга с Хаибом вышел на него, не было такого, что вау, там у него дур есть же. Он меня ничем не утил, получается.
2: Yeah, uh, Usman says when, uh, for example, yeah, of course, he agrees with you. And uh, when he fought in February, uh, his, apo- like his opponent, he was fighting the other guy in, from the team, Shamil Khanov, And Shamir was saying that uh, Ruslan is very strong, you know, very strong. But when Usman fought him, after training so, so many times, you know, sparring and uh, grappling with Habib. He didn't feel anything like you know. He did not surprise him with anything, so he didn't feel that he was strong, you know. So yeah, this is the example of what you say.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Like I, just, I people, they don't know until they, till they, till they wrestle or grapple with Habib. Like you can, you can't prepare for that. You know, you can't understand a man can have that kind of control, strength, and balance. Just when you were growing up, and and now. So I guess two questions. Who were some of your favorite fighters that you looked up to that weren't your teammates or not AKA guys? Because I know there's a lot between your teammates and AKA mm-hmm. guys and all of us together. <laughs> um, but but who were some of the guys that inspired you when you were growing up? Like like their styles that you liked, and then now even who who are some of the guys that inspire you?
2: Oh, говорит, спрашивает, вот когда ты рос, кто тебя вдохновлял из бойцов, то есть не из твоих одноклубников и не из AKA бойцов, то есть John Jones. <laughs> yeah, you like John Jones. <laughs> the style. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, TJ Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw, John Jones и этот, не не буду
0: He's a big one for <laughs> you guys. <laughs> But I see your style. Your style is very similar to John Jones, as far as you're creative and and you mix it up and you're you're looking for openings. It's cool. I like it. And, and you know, I see a little bit of uh, style bender in you as well because he's very smart at his striking and looking for openings and finding things. And you do that very very well.
2: I yeah, understand that you look similar to John Jones. He's also very creative, very diverse and constantly looking for uh, сделать какой-то mm, движение uh, удар вот и ты ну, чем-то на нее похож. yeah
0: leg kicks leg kicks are phenomenal like absolutely phenomenal uh, удар просто невероятно. All the no kicks. Kicks.
2: yeah he was looking up to him and he he liked his fights you know absolutely
0: and I want to leave you with this. So we've had a lot of a lot of followers that want to know certain things. And, and one of the biggest things they wanted to know, obviously they know that there was so much respect between everybody and how much of a great man uh, Abdulmanap was. Do you have a story or a moment with him that you can share that, that was impactful in your life? Um, it's It's been a big question by everybody. They, they want to know like... Uh, stories about how how he's impacted you guys and and just any any kind of interesting moment you have had because he's such a great guy, such a great trainer, such a big influence on all of you, including Javier and, and all of us as well. Um, so do you have anything that you can add uh, and share?
2: I'm commentary, ну чтобы спросить допустим да следующих бойцов. очень много людей спрашивало. Конечно, все знаем какую роль играл В жизни каждого из нас, даже вот Майка, Хавера, вот бойцов, ребят, и какой он был как человек. И многие спрашивают, если можешь рассказать какую-то историю, вот, которая оказала на тебя большое влияние, ну, связанное с Адума, Адума.
1: А, ну Дядя был э, очень требовательный требовательный во всем, например, в их дисциплине. Если, например, мы там приедем на сборы или ну, к чистоте, там, ну ко всему требовательный был строгий был а история. Ну есть такая одна история, когда я только с тайского бокса перешел о, на боевой самбо, к дяди Манапу. Я короче, там жил в Махачинской, в Махачкале, и где-то, не знаю. Два-три-четыре места, что ли, мы там позанимались, и Даманаб нас отвез туда, в, ну, мы поехали с командой в на соревнованию. И, а я поехал на 62 драться. У меня весь, все готово на 62 драться. И приехали, взвесился, и на следующий утром мне Даманаб говорит, ты держишь на 62, на 68 на 74. Я в этот день сделал 15 вдвоем. Какой вид был. Это была такая пятигорская, там у нас ежегодно она была, там была тоже кубок тоже был. ежегодно кубок, короче, или пятигорцы забрали, или мы забирали. С командой ехали всегда. И в этот день я где-то 15 боев сделал, меня еще там уронили тоже, еще молодой был. В 62 меня по-моему, там. Уронили, то что так? and uh
2: yeah, yeah. he uh, he wants to share a story when he just moved from Whiteside to combat sambo so his uncle uh and his uncle was very strict at everything you know at discipline at cleaning he had like a lot of you know uh, he was very strict so when he just moved uh, to combat sambo and he trained like for 3 4 months so they went to a competition uh, in another city uh, called Pitigorsk. And uh, so he was preparing to fight at uh, 62 kilograms. And he was ready. He made weight, everything. And uh, after after weigh-ins, uh, Abdulmanab uh, tells Usman that he's fighting at 62, 68, and 74 the same day. So he had 15, <laughs> fights, 15 fights that day. And... Uh, Wow. yeah he, he he lost one of his fights at 62 kilograms but he won at 68 and 74 so he, he like you know he got first place in 70, 60 68
1: kilograms and 74 kilograms wow. and, mm.
2: uh, yeah at 62 he lost but he won two divisions you know he had 15
0: fights that day tough love what what, what did he take away what do you take away from that like what what, after that happened, what was the biggest impact in his mind moving forward from that experience?
2: Yeah, uncle, uh, his uncle was very happy and
1: that's why
0: he was very happy, so, you know, and I assume there'd be some confidence that came with that as well. That, that
1: was a tough feat. and the Prislak had awareness to make some да, of a the I was <laughs> of a чуть Ты ты вообще на Я говорю на давай. И а там же то не не А если ты его Yeah, of course, like he feels a lot of confidence, and
2: like there was a story when he was fighting at at this tournament at 74 kilograms. So one of his opponent, like he, somehow he took him down, even though like his opponent was like 74 kilograms and him like 62 only. And uh, when he took him down, his opponent felt that he was light, and like he asked him his opponent during the fight, he was asking like, "How come you like fighting in my division?" He said like, "Get up, like you know, I'm in your division, like get up." (laughs) And uh, he won just by only one score because in combat sambo, no matter like how like you know how many punches you you do like in striking uh like uh, you have a lot of you get a lot of points like doing takedowns so he was able to do one takedown and like win by one point you know
0: that's so awesome that's so cool thank you so much for sharing that and lastly last question i have for you is for the international fans that are that, that don't know as much about you, which obviously a lot of people are talking about you now with the Bellator signing, but are getting to know you more and more. I know you don't do a lot of interviews, a lot of podcasts and stuff, which I greatly appreciate you doing mine. I, thank you. Um, but for the international fans that are gonna to get to know you soon, what do you want them to know? What are you gonna to bring to Bellator that, that you want them to know right from the start?
2: Uh спросить, что ты хотел бы сказать своим международным фанатам? Что им стоит ожидать от тебя, что какое у тебя для них такое, да, послание?
1: Да. международных фанатов, да, международных, потому что
2: ты, ну, международную организацию сейчас И что им стоит от тебя ожидать вот, в следующем бою?
1: Красивых, зрелищных
2: боёв. Yeah, yeah he, will, he will show, you know, like, you know really good fights. So, yeah, no doubt. Uh, he wants, he wants uh, his fans to expect really
0: like you know awesome awesome fight yeah awesome and listen i appreciate i know you don't do a lot of podcasts like i said i appreciate you giving me this opportunity to, to kind of tell your story and and get an update and i'm a huge fan uh usman and uh i can't wait to see what you do in bellator i'm very very excited thank you so much for being on the show and Kyrbatov, thank you for translating.
2: Он хочет, он хочет поблагодарить и знает, что вы не делаете много интервью, подкастов, и он благодарит то, что принял приглашение участвовать его подкасте. Я большой фанат и твой, и хочет уже ждет в общем предвкушение твоего следующего
1: боя. Spasibo, spasibo, Mike. Spasibo.
0: Uh, spasibo, spasibo. Thank you, thank you, and he will follow your podcast. Soon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, brother. Back on, Brad. Back on, Brad. All right, there we go, Usman. Uh, wow, that's good. Uh, good podcast. He really opened up and, and shared a lot. And I, just just so you guys know, you won't see a 30 minute podcast with these guys. Uh, they they're very, uh, very humble, very family oriented. You know, they're obviously um, very close and they just they train, have fun and train. You know, they don't really do a lot of interviews. They don't do a lot of podcasts. So uh, it's great to be able to have this podcast with these guys and be able to do these series. Um, but a lot of you guys had requests for, uh, you know, some of these guys. And and so we decided to try to do all of them and get all of them on. So that's what we're doing. And we had Usman on today and, and I think it was a great podcast and we got to know him a little bit better. I think he's going to be a big star in Bellator. No doubt. Love his style. Like I said before. You know, he loves the stand-up. He's got the wrestling. He's got the grappling and the sambo, but he loves the stand-up. He loves the Muay Thai and using his elbows, using his knees, using his kicks. He's a finisher. You know, he's a blitzer. He's finished a lot in the first round. Uh, His fighting speaks for itself. I just don't think a lot of the international audience has seen his fighting yet. So hopefully we can introduce... Uh, a little storyline to his fighting style when people do see us fighting and want to know who this guy is, which I think is going to be very, very soon. So it was awesome to be able to have him on the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know uh, what your thoughts were on, on the podcast. We still have Umar, Islam, and Habib with Javier coming up next, if all goes as planned. So, uh, you know any comments or any questions you guys might have for those guys, leave them now. And uh, because we're gonna be knocking these out really fast, uh, starting tomorrow, actually. I'm gonna be doing them all week. So, um, get those questions in if you're listening on the audio platforms. Follow us there, guys. Subscribe, uh, leave a review, wh- whatever you can do. We always appreciate the support and love hearing from you. And we try to respond to everybody. Um, so thank you so much, and uh, see you next time.